It's time to grab your book and your nipples. Snatch 22 Podcast. Hello and welcome to Snatch 22 Podcast where we read and rail on ridiculous erotica. I'm Croy. And I'm Tatiana. Oh, down here? Wow. Oh, hey, girl. Oh, my God. So cool. Do you, like, read porn and whatever? Um, For a living. Well, I mean, I don't make any money off of it, but I read a lot of it. Yo. I sure spend a lot of time doing it. <laughs> I'm like, oh. somebody's got to want to reach out and pay us at this point, right? I mean, come on. We've proven that we talk sexy. Come on. We're such funny ladies. We have hot, fuckable mouths and voices. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> gassy <laughs> truly a gas field fuckable mouth you gotta know that i meant voices the first time um yeah but mouths definitely came out and it came i am out. appreciative but can we say What's up? not wrong oh thank you that's i'm i'm complimented and i agree our mouths are very fuckable <laughs> someone's gotta think so you know yeah 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 so guess what we're finally diggity doggone diving back into our beloved Chuck Tingle. Our good old pal. It's been so long. For those who don't know Chuck Tingle, he's king of the butts, poundings, slammings, etc. And I feel that he will not disappoint in the aptly titled, Slammed in the Butt by My Handsome Laundry Detergent Pod. <laughs> I mean, it's political. It's on point. It's it's so relevant. It really is. matters to me. Because last know? year, for those who don't know, fucking idiot stupid children were eating Tide Pods. I can't believe that. This was a thing for a while. I don't even know really how it began. It was probably some kind of like nine gag four chant. Like, well, I feel like remember like when you had the cinnamon challenge and stuff. But it's and like Jankums. What's Jankums? Girl, this was a South Florida thing. Well, I was this was like so. two thousand and six, two thousand and seven. But it was the internet. So Jankums. So- <laughs> Jankums is when you people thought that it would make you hallucinate. You'd have like a little tiny trip. You shit in a jar. Stop. This is phase one. You shit in Stop. a jar. You shit in a jar. You put a balloon on the opening. Stop it. And you band it closed. You sit it outside no. to ferment for a week. And then you huff what? inside of that balloon. And you're supposed to trip crazy hard for like 20 seconds, some dumb minimal number. But really, you just taste like mouth shit for a week. No matter what. You Did huffed you poopy. No, because I'm not a fucking idiot. Well, I mean, also, <laughs> I'm like. an idiot. Whether or not, like, I've, I've had my fair share of, like, silly experiments at this at this point that I, w- I would lovingly say. Like, I've, I've had some fun experiments. But whether or not I had done that already, I would never huff shit. I agree. I would never huff shit. That sounds awful. What are you going to hallucinate so insanely, like, ten minutes off of your own poop? Also, who would believe that? Also, who wants to shit in a jar? I accidentally... Also, where are you hiding shit? Well, I know. How'd your parents not find out about that? For real. I know that I accidentally did whippets. Really? Were you just like huffing whipped cream? I was. I was. Yeah. My friend were like, um, we were. We each had our own thing, like canister of whipped cream. We were just like oh, eating no. it, and then we got to the end of it. And we were just like trying to get the last bits, and no, then it was no, so no. fun that we were just like basically doing whippets, and we were just like, cry laughing on my bedroom floor, just cry laughing. My mom comes in, she's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "The end of the whipped cream is the best part," and she's like. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh no, my kids are doing drugs. Not doing drugs, actually. But I think even she wasn't like upset about it because she was like, "Well, well you didn't dumb. know." And yeah, it was not like, not like we actively went out to do drugs. We were just really wanted more whipped cream. You just, like, still do, still filthy do. Filthy children, as we all do. Yeah. 
you know what? I, I didn't know what a Whippet was until I was dating this unbelievably shitty human in high school who actually just reached out and tried to find me on Facebook the other day. Ew. To which I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty terrible. He was terrible. Um, so no, one night he he was like, oh, I got a cool idea. And I was like, all right. I hope he talks to What is like it? <laughs> <laughs> Only partially. He was in high school. Probably more like, oh, I got a really cool idea. Um, he's like, let's go visit my buddy at TCBY. That's where he works. Maybe we'll get some free frozen yogurt. I was like, that sounds amazing. That sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. He had all the connections I see. Yeah. He also had <laughs> no <Herpes>. car. So <laughs> I got to drive him. No, not no. him. Not him. <laughs> Jesus, that story. Um, so we drove the TCBY, his friends there working and he's like, Hey, you guys want to see something cool? And we're like, sure. A dead hooker. He pulls out a can of whipped cream, shakes it up, turns it upside down and like lets a bunch of it just like fly uh. past his mouth or whatever. And he's just inhaling. And then he instantly Eyes roll back and he blacks out and drops to the floor. And oh I'm like, Oh my god. What's happening? I was like, what's going on with him? And his name's Mike. Who cares? Everyone's named Mike in this world. So I was like, it's what's okay. going on with Mike? And he's just laying on the floor unconscious for a few seconds and then just starts going like <laughs> Like the dentist like, from the laughing horrors. For a fucking real. And I was so scared. And but I was like, I don't know what to do. I was like, Are you okay? And he's like, Yeah, I'll just whip it. I'm gonna do another one. I was like, Whip it? Why didn't you eat the whipped cream? Like, I didn't Me understand. Too, you didn't Me eat the too. whipped cream. Like, it made you high. I was like, was this affecting your brain? And I just made it really unfun for everybody because I didn't know any better. I was just, like, scared and confused. It's okay that you made it unfun. He was being an asshole. What he was being idiot. a fucking idiot. Well, I was, that's not even to me, like, goody chew. I was just sheltered. I mm-hmm. didn't know anything. At that point, I mean, I didn't even smoke weed. I didn't truly, really understand what weed was. So it was like, how the fuck was I going to understand why someone's huffing a can of whipped cream upside down? Yeah, and then like passed out. Yeah, no way. No way. Not a chance. Fucking whippets. Fucking, I just didn't. You look back on your dating history and you go, girl, why? Still do. Still am. The monkey parade. It screams. So sometimes, what would my parade be? Your parade? I wouldn't even, I don't know if I would consider it a parade because a parade is a long and winding trail, you know? So I'm not like a big spurt. Yours is more, I would say yours is more like a, like a, like a callback for networks. (laughs) Because there's, you've, you've pilfered through, you've pilfered through talent and you've been like, you're all fucking terrible. Let's move these guys further in. Uh, And there's a select number. And so they made the cut. They, they, they passed the audition. So I would say it's I would say it's a callback for actors. I'd say it's a, a network callback. I've got a I've got a monkey parade. You've got a network, network callback. callback. Mine does sound more clinical and it does. a lot more professional. But I don't I don't but agree it's... with all of them. Can we honestly put Cam into the network callback area? But Cam wasn't a boyfriend, boyfriend though. That, no. I'm talking fair. exclusively about that's fair, boyfriend. That's fair. That's fair. That, then you know what? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, because my dating history. I feel like that would also. I feel like just random dates. I I don't even know if that would tie into the monkey parade. I think that would be more of like visiting the zoo. For me, visit if we're sticking with my well, if we're sticking yeah, with my metaphor, to. you know, a quick visit to the zoo, look at the monkeys, and then you I've know, pick your guys. favorite monkey and leave. God help us God, all. God help <laughs> personalities everywhere. Guys. No, they're doing their greatest. They're getting one quarry Provence. Ah, oh, how bare. Well, I don't know. I feel like if we're going, if we have to stick to the same analogy sure. for dating, for going on dates for you, that is an Ooh. that is a paid LA casting like a that's paid a, actors access casting call. that's gotta be an open, it's an open call. call thousands of men yeah honestly <laughs> push their way through the internet to arrive, find arrive four hours before the audition <laughs> just to make sure they get in and then <laughs> only select few make it to network a few select few are cast for the pilot and then the pilot does not go to air ever it never does it, it doesn't go does. to air so that's what I would say 
Also, did you know that Bob Hoskins was Smee and Hook? Because I learned that today and I had a good laugh. Oh, why? Because Bob Hoskins was exactly <laughs> like the guy I dated? Yeah. Ew, yeah. I do know, and that's how I knew. Okay, so I dated a guy, um, Richard. I hate him. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and he looked just like Bob Hoskins. And I didn't know that until we watched a movie together. And I oh, realized no, what that movie? Came, it, I think it was The Hobbit. I think he's in that. No. It might have been Hook. It was one of them where I looked at it and I went, <gasps> and it all came crashing down upon me that I was like... Like the ending of a Saw movie. Like, ding, 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 ding. It was like in Vertigo. Everything was just twisting around. I was like, oh my God, I'm dating Bob Hoskins. <laughs> it was probably a saggier taint. Like, someone's got to help well, me. Definitely a saggier taint. Let me I, mean, I got to think that Bob Hoskins got to help me. Let me type in Bob hot. Hoskins, young hot. See if anything, anything. comes up. just like him. No. no. There's an... Oh no! He that necktie! Like I can't believe it. Ooh, goo goo! There was never. A t- ew, ew! It gives me fucking fear flashbacks. It's sad because Bob Hoskins is known to be like one of the nicest people. He was. You know what? That's okay. You can be nice and considered largely unattractive on a whole. Well, no, it just bothers me. Oh God, look at him as Mario. It's just like my ex. I literally can't believe it. I can't fucking believe it. It's oh. so terrifying. Oh no! I mean, I'm scared for me. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, God. It's okay. The trauma is there. It's there. So, boys and girls, <laughs> you like getting slammed in the butt? Because Chuck Tingle does. Oh, yeah. He loves writing about it. He's he's absolutely one of our favorite authors for mm-hmm. Erotica. He's always writing about butts, poundings, and getting slammed in. And do we have a treat for you? Welcome to the slam. Slammed in the butt by my handsome laundry detergent pod. The time is upon us. Yeah. It's upon us. Uh, so let us begin. Let us begin our adventure. Oh, would you would you like to would you like to start? Would you like to start? Okay. Would you like to start? Okay. All right. Let me move my thing a little closer. Okay. Oh, Scooty Two. Right. If there's one thing that I can't stand, it's being late. And when you're sitting behind the wheel of a car as fast as this one, you've really got no excuse. I'm flying through the beautiful Arizona desert, the open road sprawling out before me as far as the eye can see, and yet I don't have any time to appreciate this gorgeous landscape for myself. Aww. Normally, this little stretch of highway would be covered in exotic cars on their way to the big show. And if I would have made this drive a little earlier in the day, then that would have been the case. Unfortunately, I got caught up in Los Angeles. Oh, <laughs> Don't we no. all? And ended up stuck behind a four-lane pileup. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, it sucks for you when that happens, right? Um, sitting for hours while the police cleared a path. By the time I finally got out of there, I knew that I'd probably not make it to the show before the check-in time. But I still have to try. Plenty of people would see me hauling through the desert like this and say that it's not worth it. Complain that the danger of my incredible speed is way too high when compared to the brief enjoyment I'll get from showing off my ride to other auto fans. Mm. While I completely understand this complaint with the logical side of my brain, the emotional side thinks otherwise. These people have never experienced the thrill of having their hard work and sweat put on display. The hood popped open while men and women stroll by and gaze lovingly inside. The folks who come to these auto shows know their stuff, and while the parts I've chosen may seem average to some random citizen pulled off the street, a real car lover will know how just how much care I put into my selections. I'm not a loser either. <laughs> just to clear. Um, um, which we I'm, don't even know if this is a man or a woman yet. It's usually a dude for sure. I, I swear, I think it's a dude. I would assume. I think the cover shows that it's a dude. Maybe not, though. Oh, yeah. And that, that detergent pod is handsome. Yeah, what a babe. 10 out of 10. Wood bang. That wood bang. Wood wash. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Which I'd imagine is the first thing one might think when they realize just how much time I put into my car. 
This isn't an extension of some lacking self-esteem. No, it's not. This is an artistic expression of myself. Small dick, I would usually say. My car is my canvas. They spell canvas as ass. Canvas. They canvas. That. Oh my god, canvas. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, and they do it twice. They mean it. They yeah, mean he it. means it. Chuck Tingle means it. And right now, that canvas is pushing 100 miles per hour. Yummy. Obviously, my ride can go much faster than this if I want it to. But the fact that the auto show rolled into town for the weekend means that Highway Patrol is out full force. Sure, I still get a ticket for going 100, but I can only imagine what they do to me if I stack another 80 miles per hour on top of that. Still, the clock is ticking. I push my foot down onto the gas pedal, even farther, barely crossing over the threshold into triple digits as I scan the horizon for any sign of life. Get ways. Waze tells you when there's cops. Right? Well, not all the time. Not if someone hasn't reported it. Ugh. True. Um, eventually, I spot the bright, shiny glint of various parked autos coming into view, cresting over the horizon like a parking lot in my dreams. I slow down a bit and then glance at the dashboard clock, breathing a sigh of relief as I realize that I've made it on time for the check-in. Of course, the desert is so vast out here that it takes forever to actually arrive, even though I've already seen my destination. Mm-hmm. Once I finally get there, I pull my car up to the check-in booth and climb out, strolling confidently over to the car show's officials. Hey, I say, offering my hand with a firm shake. I'm Greg Henderson. <laughs> Just checking my car in for the show. My registration number is 64720. Pause. Can we cast the guy who plays Baby Driver? He's so hot. He's also like a little baby, though. Maybe, sure. That's Maybe, fair. baby. Maybe he's so hot. Come he on. is a driver. That's fair. Are you sure he'd be Baby Driver? I don't know what his name is, though. Look him up. Give it a quick Google. Give it a quick Google. Okay, baby driver actor. <clears throat> um, Ansel Elgort. Ansel, Ansel Elgort. Let's just look at him really quick. He's such a babe. He's so cute. Done deal. He looks like he's twelve. So oh, yeah, he kind of looks like Joe Keery, the dude from Stranger Things, who plays big hair. A little bit. <clears throat> a little bit. All right, Ansel okay. Elgort, you driver. The man standing before me with a clipboard in his hand doesn't meet my gaze as I speak to him. Instead, staring past him with an expression of confused disappointment. I finally turn around to see what's so interesting, and then swiftly realize that my vehicle is currently far from the show condition. Oh, God, I blurt, seeing now that my once beautiful cherry red finish have been covered and caked with mud. The entire thing is splattered from top to bottom, thanks to my excessive speeding. What an idiot. See, this is his fault. <laughs> with the um, dirt and dust creeping into every nook and cranny of the once beautifully immaculate vehicle. Well, I'll check you in, because you've got all your paperwork here, and you've made the cutoff time. The man with the clipboard announces, but you're going to want to get that thing washed off before the show starts in two hours. I nod frantically. Thank you. I'll get this cleaned up right away. The man with the clipboard nods towards the nearby hose. Pull up over there and give yourself a wash down. Yummy. Oh, please. Can we all be involved? Ooh, the car wash. Until el gordo. Without another word, I climb back into my car and drive it over to the water station. By now... Everyone else has spruced up their rides, and the section is completely empty. But it quickly becomes apparent that most of the supplies have been thoroughly raided. Excuse me, where's the soap? I call out to a woman strolling by. She shrugs and shakes her head, clearly confused by my question. I realize now that I have a little work, little to work with, but I'm committed to scrubbing as long as it takes. I turn on the faucet and start to spray down my vehicle. But to my horror, the dirt and mud only seem to cake on even more. What is this magic dirt? I guess... Instead of running down the sides of my car and dripping onto the ground, these minerals swirl together in a mess of brown and tan, only adding to the state of disorder. He's going to need to have a Tide Pod to clean it. Oh and that's my what's God. Gonna I was like, so stupid. Where is this going? Um, hey! Someone calls out from behind me, causing me to turn off the faucet and spin around. 
The man with the clipboard is standing with a look of great concern on his face. He motions for me to approach, and I do as instructed, walking up as close to the man's low as he, the man lowers his voice. I'm not supposed to help out anyone here because the show is technically a competition, but you seem like a good guy. Aww. He offers. Oh, what a doll. How sweet. You're not going to get your car clean here, but if you head up the road into a hills a bit, you'll find a secret car wash. Honestly, it's the best in the state. You'll get, you've got two hours before the show starts, so that's plenty of time. Why the fuck didn't you tell him this like two start, minutes ago? Right, like I thought I'd let you really try and fail for a bit. Anyway. I know that this water fucks up cars. Thought I'd let you give it a go. Yeah, this magic water. I stare back at the man with the clipboard in complete shock, blown away by his kindness. Thank you so much, I gush. Then hurry over to my car and jump in. I start the thing and take off where the man had motioned for. A single lane road winds up into the nearby hills. It's been 20 minutes or so and I still and still no sign of the mysterious car wash. I don't want to allow the creeping dread into my mind, but every passing moment I begin to wonder even more if this whole thing has been some kind of elaborate prank. A way to punish the late guy and teach him a lesson about car show etiquette. Suddenly, however, my prayers are answered as my vehicle rounds a sharp corner to reveal a small, inconspicuous car wash. I pull in and slow down to a crawl, scanning the building for any sign of life. I roll down my window. Hello? I call out. Is anyone, he- is anyone here? I need an emergency wash. Can you imagine someone coming to a car wash and be like, I have an emergency. An emergency wash. I've got to be clean now. Stop. Pronto. To pronto. People are dying. <laughs> no response. I pull around the back to the, around to the back of the structure and find the entrance for the wash, but it appears that the thing isn't even turned on. Just my luck. Hey there, a voice suddenly rings out. From out of nowhere comes a strangely dressed man, wrapped from head to toe in a long, dark coat that cannot possibly be comfortable in the desert heat. Mm. Atop his head is a wide-brimmed hat that covers most of his face, which is even further obscured by a pair of dark sunglasses. What a creep. I heard you know how to get this things clean? Get things clean, I tell the strange man. The figure nods. I sure do. You down at the car show today? Are we casting creepy trench coat guy? Yeah, we should. Okay. Ooh. You know who I want to cast is Daryl from Crazy Egg's Girlfriend. Daryl. I love Daryl. The boss? Yes. Yes, Let's do Daryl. All right. I love him. He's so funny. It's his little mustache. He's so so goofy. This guy seems serious, but I I do like it. Oh, well, then we can cast Nathaniel. Yeah. Doth the body shiver, my lady? Yeah, the, the, the pussy quivers. Mm-hmm. It quivers and it shakes. It breaks. Okay. Um, I sure do. Uh, I nod. Well then, the man continues. Let's get you some sparkling, shall let's get Let's get you sparkling, shall we? I'm sorry, I'm actually drunk. The figure saunters over to the side of the car. Car wash. Instructions and instructions. Which is good. <laughs> it had to change pages. Give me a break. <laughs> Causing the old building to immediately come roaring to life. Suddenly, there are all kinds of mops rolling and suds pumping, churning beautifully together as they beckon my car forward. Should I just pull in, I question. The mysterious man nods. Just drive on through and then I'll give you a hand wash for details on the other end. Mm-hmm. Good old hand wash. I haven't had that in a while. Meanwhile. Uh, thank you so much, I gush. How much do I owe you? The figure stands in silence for a moment, as if mulling something over. Finally, he speaks. For you, free. Oh. oh, no, I offer, shaking my head in protest. I can't. I don't get a lot of visitors, continues the cloaked figure, which is why you should take the money. How often yeah, are you making a sure. profit? How do you have a, a functioning business? It's a magic business. It's got to be a magic business. Mm-hmm. Um, It's just nice to have some company. That's even more reason to pay you, I counted. Okay, <laughs> he, yeah, he, he gets it. Baby driver gets it. I get it. He's rational. 
You've got to keep this place open. You're a lifesaver. I take a wad of cash out of my wallet and thrust it towards the man who pushes it away. No, thank you. He refuses. Mm, I finally give up and offer a final nod of acceptance before slowly pulling up to the edge of the car wash. I carefully drive up to the conveyor belt, and before I know it, my car is being hosed down by a variety of powerful cleaning chemicals. Excuse me. A little barfy. Uh, yeah, a little gross. Um, by the time I roll out to their side, it's looking absolutely incredible. I pull over and climb out of my car, checking for myself. Wow, you really don't mess around here. I gush. He gushes a lot. Yeah, he, he does will. gush. He's going to He's gush. He's going to gush. This looks amazing. You ain't seen nothing yet, the mysterious figure tells me. Immediately, the cloak man kneels down next to the wheel and begins to scrub away at the hubcaps with his hands. Oh. Anticlimactic. <laughs> I thought, ah, like, kneels down and takes my... No- oh, no, he's just gonna clean oh, the wheel. car. Okay. I hope this entire thing is just him cleaning the car. That's the end of the port. It'd be so funny. I look out in shock as he works, not only impressed by his diligence, but, but confused by the fact that it appears this man is using no soap other than the chemicals that appear to be emanating from... Within his hands. What? Come to think of it, the hands themselves are rather strange. Not the shade of an earthly skin tone. Stop it. But the bright white with swirls of No! Oh my God. He's the Tide Pod! Okay, so it's gotta be Nathaniel. It's gotta be a hot Nathaniel, absolutely. Okay. The figure notices me looking and then suddenly pulls his hands back in his coat, clearly frightened. Oh! Oh! Oh no, I blurt. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to stare. All finished. The mysterious figure announces, standing up again and stepping back. That's why he's covered in sunglasses and stuff. Oh my he's God. To hide his he's, he's a, a fucking Tide Pod. He's a Tide Pod with a Tide Pod. Am oh I right? Oh my God. This is mm. unbelievable. Okay, he's uh, a Tide God. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Mm, uh, I wonder how big is his Tide Rod. Oh, yeah. That's my girl. That's my girl. Yes. Um, it's okay, I tell him. Uh, whatever secret you're hiding, I don't care. I can see the man's body language softens a bit. Even under all those clothing layers... Your passion is incredible, I continue. I, I can tell that you love to clean, and I admire that. I don't know much about you, but I do know that your talent is very, very impressive. You don't have to hide from me. Oh, my God. Slowly, carefully, the mysterious figures begins to slip out of his clothes and reveal his muscular body. Oh, my God. I recognize him immediately. A massive, sentient pod of laundry detergent is swirling primary colors of blue and red. Oh, my God. Put me in, coach. <laughs> Go ahead, coach. Oh, my God. Kid, kid you're rolling. That must be a lot better than wearing a huge coat in the hot sun. I laugh. (laughs) The living laundry pod shakes his head from side to side, chuckling along with me. You have no idea. Chuckling? Chuckling? What are you hiding from? I continue. You're an incredible cleaner. You should be working in some big city car wash. Not out here in the middle of nowhere. Hell, why stop at cars? You were made for laundry. Why not open a laundromat? The detergent pod takes a deep breath. Then lift it out slowly. You have no idea, do you? It's about to get so dark. I love it. <laughs> no idea about w- w- what? I question, utterly confused. My people. Stop! <laughs> Laundry pods. The sentient cleaning tool says, we're in grave danger. I can't believe this. People have been eating us left and right. Oh my There's God. not many left. What? I blurt, eating you? The laundry pod nods. Seriously? I continue, struggling to wrap my head around this. Why? The laundry pod shrugs. I don't know. I wish I could make sense of it, but I can't. Anyway, since all that started, I was forced to go into hiding. I'm suddenly overwhelmed with sorrow, anger, and frustration on behalf of this beautiful red and blue pod. 
He was made to be a cleaner, and now he's being forced into a world gone mad. His entire life, entire purpose, has been turned upside down. At the same time, I can't help but be impressed by his commitment to his craft. In the face of all this adversity, this detergent pot is still out here doing what he loves and doing it well. To be honest, it's actually quite attractive. (laughs) I won't tell anyone you're up here. I assure him, and I'm certainly not going to eat you. Mm. What's your name? Tine Obra. The detergent pot mean? offers. What does it mean? It's nice to meet you. I don't know. Oh God! Tine oh God! Oh God! I'm Tine Obra. Uh, and it not. T- uh, uh, I'm trying to like look around and see if it's it. a. Oh, maybe maybe it's like ultra bright or something. Ultra. Ah, fuck, I don't know. We'll have to keep thinking on it. If anyone yeah. can figure out if this is like an anagram for something, it's right? T-I-N-E-U-L-B-R-A. It's got to be something. It's got to be. It's just so random. It has to be. It's nice to meet you. I'm Greg, I inform him. The sentient cleaning tool quickly gets back to work on the next hubcap, crouching down in front of it and rubbing his hands vigorously across the shiny metallic surface. The longer I watch him work, the more turned on I get. You I know get what? That. This is actually true. I get that. Working hands. I love hands. I love, hands and uh, forearms. Oh my god. Yes. Ooh. It's like that picture I was just showing you. That was, I was like, he might as well not even be in there. It's just like him <laughs> no. holding a camera. It's like, like good arms, good hands. I don't know something about god. watching hands, do hand stuff. Yum chum. I'm completely intoxicated by Tine's toned body. The way that his muscles ripple with every little movement. When the detergent pod finally finishes, he walks over to me, flashing a boyish smile. All finished, he says. Nathaniel does have a boyish smile. Yeah, he does. A little pigeon. (laughs) Sexy pigeon. Thank you, I reply, staring deeply into Tine's deep blue eyes. Suddenly, the cleaning tool's expression changes. Up until this point, I wasn't entirely sure if the tension I'd been feeling between us was one-sided, but somehow, this exchange makes it perfectly clear that the feeling is mutual. My heart pounding hard within my chest. I'm not exactly sure what to say next. I decide to be as direct as I possibly can without just coming right out and saying it. Maybe I could clean you now, I finally offer. Tina smiles, accepting my invitation. I think I'd like that. Me wow. (laughs) I slowly drop down to my knees in front of... See, this is where I thought it was going. I slowly drop down to my knees in front of the handsome laundry pod, reaching up and caressing his muscular thighs as our eyes lock in a state of feverish lust. Before me, I can see his enormous cock stiffening, twitching to life as it slowly projects out towards my face. I take Tine's rod in my hand and begin to slowly stroke him, pumping my fist along the cleaning tool's impressive length. The second that my skin touches its plastic packaging, the laundry pod lets out a satisfied moan, leaning his head back and allowing the tone to slowly escape from his lips. I just wonder if it's toxic. To like, it's gotta be. If his hands emanate, don't swallow. This, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I feel like this would be part of. I don't know. I don't well, know, maybe it's, maybe whatever. he chose to let it emanate out of his hands. Maybe it's not like a. Not you sure. know, Tina is reeling from the sensation. His abs already clenched tight while I continue to work him. You yeah. like that, huh? I coo playfully. The cleaning tool nods. How about this? Oh no, he's gonna get poisoned. <laughs> Uh, yeah, girl. I continue, opening wide and taking Teenage giant shaft into my mouth. Oh my god, I can't even imagine this. It's I like, can't either. It's Swirling like a, red and blue miasma of dick. laundry detergent dick. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of imagining like a plastic dick at this point. It helps. 
I bob my head up and down across the sentient object's lengthy, oh, length, slowly and deliberately, cradling his balls with one hand while I service him. With every passing second, I pick up more speed, faster and faster, until eventually I'm giving him an utterly frantic blowjob, excitedly hammering my face onto his incredible length. Eventually driven mad with lust, I push my face down as far as it can possibly go on a teenage member, relaxing my gag reflex and taking him all the way to the hilt. I'm now pressed up hard against the laundry pod's impressive abs, allowing him to place his hands against the back of my head and hold me there for a moment. Tina is clearly enjoying himself, savoring the perfectly performed deep throat. Finally, I pull back with a frantic gasp, desperate for air as my spit flies everywhere. You're so fucking huge. I tell the incredible laundry pod, I need you to fuck me. I need you in my ass. With pleasure, Tina replies. I turn around and then fall forward onto the dusty desert ground, bracing myself. You just got cleaned. Oh my, yeah, and his fucking, this dust could travel onto his car. What a waste of time. I know, well, honestly, he's wasting time right now. He's got to get back to the car show. But I mean, sexy lost. Oh my God, I forgot. He literally only has two hours to get back. Yeah, well, I don't know how long this fuck fest is going on for, but. <sighs> I would, I want to say 25 to 35 minutes has elapsed. No, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair lapse of time. Yeah. Continue, continue. Oh, you know what? But the drive, too, because he almost gave up. So <gasps> maybe. Right. He's got to be getting close. I got to say, I'm going to push it's my like thing now. Yeah. 45 to an hour he's yeah, been Yeah, I agree. I agree because it took him at least like 20 something minutes 20. to get there. Let's say 25. All right, all right, all right. Because half an hour is like, that's a bit much. I wouldn't yeah. have driven that long. Okay. Uh, let's turn around. Dusty ground. Doggy style. Cool. Uh, bracing myself in the doggy pot, <laughs> bracing myself in the doggy style position as I wiggle my ass back and forth at the handsome pod behind me, I reach back and unbutton my jeans and slip them down seductively. My underwear comes next, and eventually I'm completely explo- exposed, exposed to Tine. You like what you see? I question. Perfect. He gushes. So much gushing. I was like, like, that seems to be the word on this thing. Maybe because, like, a Tide Pod would gush. Like, that's maybe that's why Ooh. we started planting those seeds. Maybe. Also, Porn Star got back to us. Oh! It's a quick side note. We bumped into on uh, the old Bumble. Bumbles. Jean Valjean, who you may think is from Les Miserables, the important it is. French sad musical. But no, is a French porn star that Toddy swiped on. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I had an assumption he was a porn star, but I didn't know 100%. I was curious. What I say, was curious. It was like, I'm I'm an entertainment and also a chef or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, um, you may, re- don't be shy if you recognize me or something. I'm like, guys, like, you don't say that. Like, also, people don't call this men and women don't call themselves just entertainers. Yeah. When they do porn. Like, it's just something that I have I have picked up on. What is that, like, herbologist when they're, like, working in weed or whatever? Um, no. You remember my comedy special? Yeah. Um, my comedy set, it's um when they work in agriculture. Agriculture, there Agriculture, it is. you sell weed. You sell weed. <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Let's see. Um, the laundry tool climbs in a position behind me, aligning his utterly enormous cock with the puckered entrance of my back door. My craving for him is overwhelming, and it's impossible to keep myself from pushing back against his rod, aching to be penetrated. Tine refuses to thrust inward, however, only teasing the head of his... Well, he's just teasing. He's being a tease. Oh, God, Tine is a tease. Only teasing the head of his massive shaft against my anal rim, a a phrase I don't like. Anal rim! (laughs) No matter how much I beg for it, the handsome detergent pod refuses to plunge inside of me. He's enjoying the control, and deep down, I love giving it to him. 
Please fuck me, I demand. I need that clothes cleaning cock ring right fucking now. Pound me up the ass with your detergent dick. Detergent dick. Finally, Tina has mercy on me, slamming forward with a powerful, confident swoop. I let out a startled yelp as the pod's enormous member slips inside of my butthole, immediately maxing me out and stretching me to absolute limits. Honestly, I have no idea how I'm taking him right now, but my body somehow remains intact. The elasticity of the human asshole knows no bounds. Good to know. (laughs) Great. No, it's good. Science. Science. Tine begins to move in and out of me with slow grace, taking his time and allowing my sphincter to warm up to his incredible girth. He's a powerful lover, but he knows oh. how to be gentle when it's called for. Oh, oh come on. Oh, sweet. he's like Beast from Beauty and the Beast, except, you know, minus the Stockholm and the Beast and the everything and about Beast. And then it's a detergent pop. Yeah. He's more like, like, fucked up Mr. Clean. Ooh. Yeah. That should be our kill fuck Mary. Mr. Ooh. Clean. Like, all, all the different, like, yeah, yeah, Oh, my yeah. God, the brawny guy, Mr. Clean, <gasps> and then the Scottish dude that uh, Rory McCann was. Oh, they're all hot. Yum tum. Doo-doo. Over time, the movement within my ass becomes faster and faster, growing in speed as the pleasure within me blooms. I can feel a strange, aching warmth deep down in the pit of my stomach. And while I'd once been consumed by anal discomfort, the feelings that overtake me now are nothing of the sort. Instead, I find myself trembling with pleasure, the faint simmer eventually transitioning into a roaring boil. Oh, fuck me! Fuck me! I'm screaming now, repeating the words over and over again. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me! The muscular detergent pot is hammering into me with everything he's got now. But suddenly, he begins to slow, carefully de-escalating his swoops. What the fuck? I wow. stammer. Oh, sorry. What the fuck? I was just about to come. Like he's in a Porkity pig. Like he's fucking freezing. Do you want to have the best orgasm of your life? Yes. Jesus, yes, Nathaniel from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Thank you. Yes, Cappy from Greek. The cleaning tool asks me. Of course, I reply with a mischievous smile. Smile? Smile. Tine pulls out of me and reaches out his hands, helping me to my feet. Nothing feels better than being clean. Ew. He explains. I'm not exactly sure what he's getting at, but I go with it. Um, okay. (laughs) Sure. Whatever, kink. (laughs) Over the next few minutes, I closely followed the detergent pod's instructions, stripping out of the rest of my clothes and bringing my car around to start the car wash for a second pass. What? What? (laughs) Once everything has been put into position, I throw the car into neutral and climb out to join Tine up on the hood. Immediately, the two of us are all over each other. Our barrage of kisses met with a barrage of powerful water jets. The car creeping along slowly below us, Tine quickly leans me back against the front windshield and spreads my legs open wide, allowing him perfect access to my waiting butthole. The handsome laundry detergent pod positions himself before me and then thrusts into my ass, which sends another electric current of pleasure through my body. Tina begins to pump in and out of me with just as much ferocity as before, picking up right where he left off as he pounds away within. Clean me! I scream. Clean me, you sentient detergent pod fuck! With every slam up my ass, my legs bounce wildly in the air, a physical manifestation of the overwhelming pleasure that consumes my body. By now, the two of us are tangled together in a mess of soap and water, a pile of suds and cock that refuses to slow down. Can that be our skull band name? A pile of suds and cock. Absolutely. As the pressure of prostate orgasm begins to build within me, I reach down and grab a hold of my swollen dick. 
speeding myself off in time with the slams up my butthole. This maneuver quickly... Butthole is so funny. It's just so Jesus. juvenile. I respect it, it, but it's just like... That's what like 10-year-olds say. Your butthole. butthole. Yeah, put your ween-ween in my butthole. Butthole. Put your dilly dog in my booty. Wiener. Wiener, wiener, wiener. This maneuver quickly kicks my growing pleasure into double time. And suddenly I find myself erupting with the most powerful orgasm of my life. Tie-dye. Oh my god. Did they spell his name wrong this whole time? Was it supposed to be Tide Ultra? Because it was Tine this entire time. And now it says Tide wasn't kidding. Uh, or or could they legally... I can't imagine because they called him a cleaning detergent the whole time. I wonder if he legally can't call it a Tide Pod because you can't imagine. He would have he got sued. Would he so though? Because he's mentioned Tila Tequila and like Tine. Maybe. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe it's supposed to be Tine Ulbra. Like, tied ultra instead of... Yes, and I wonder if he threw that one typo in to be a typo so he wouldn't get in trouble. You know what I mean? Son of a bitch! All right, well, I've been saying it wrong this whole time! Fine, well, then we'll call him Tyne now instead of Tine. Okay. Tine. I was, like, being foreign with it. Yeah, Tyne Ulbra. Ulbra. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I feel you. I feel you. Tide wasn't kidding. I kicked my legs out straight, holding them wide as cum erupts hard from the head of my shaft. The gist splatters everywhere, but is quickly swept away by the wild spitting towels that are suddenly moving across our bare skin, massaging our bodies as I heave with orgasm. Sounds great. When I finally finish, the car rolls to a stop, looking even more shiny and clean than before. Missed a spot, the handsome detergent pod announces. Uh, oh, yeah? I question playfully. Why don't you clean it off for me then? I quickly climb down off the hood and kneel before Tyne in the dirt, gazing up at him with lustful, pleading eyes. The laundry tool stands over me, beating his cock, furiously stroking his enormous member, and then suddenly blasting out a hot white load across my waiting face. The jizz covers me completely, running down my cheeks and splattering in white droplets across my forehead. Got it, Tyne chuckles. I wipe away his spunk and notice now that the cum does, in fact, have powerful cleaning properties. I feel even fresher than before. An almost supernatural sheen. Sheen. That was incredible. I tell the handsome detergent pod, slipping on my clothes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tyne interjects. You don't have to run off so fast. I don't get many visitors out here, and I'd love it if you hung around. I'd like that too, I tell him sincerely. But I've got a car show to go to. Ah, oh, priorities. Yeah. Tyne just stands there, staring at me for a moment clearly sorting through a myriad of thoughts. What if I came with you? <gasps> the handsome laundry detergent finally offers. I consider this a moment and then excitedly nod. Yeah, that coat was actually a pretty good disguise. No coat, <gasps> replies Tyne. Whoa! Stepping out of the boundaries. He's willing to put himself out there for him. He must have been a real connection. Oh, you can definitely tell from the butthole fucking. That yeah. There was a lot of connection. <laughs> you want to sure. finish her up? Oh, yeah, where are you on? Uh, wait, really? I retort in shock. What if someone tries to eat you? <laughs> I want to be with you, the laundry tool explains. And if that's going to happen, then I need to be myself. Sure, it's risky. But I'm not going to hide away in that shadows for my entire life. I want to get out there and start doing what I do best. Clean. Mm. That's great, I offer with a smile. Maybe you can head back to the city with me and start that laundry mat while they're having a whole life together. Wow, they were you hauling it, as my friend Tessa would say. I was honestly about to say that. Um, exactly, time confirms. 
The muscular laundry pod climbs into the passenger seat, and I quickly take my place beside the wheel. I pull the car out of neutral, then begin to make my way back to the winding road towards the car show. I feel sparkling and refreshed, and as I glance over at Tyne, I notice something different about him as well. Something I can't quite put my finger on. What is it? The detergent pod questions, catching my gaze. Something's changed about you, I informed him. You've known him for six minutes. It's not bad. It's nice, actually. You just look very... Together or something. Mature. <laughs> Suddenly I realize what has happened. During our trip through the car wash, all the red and blue colors was wiped away from Tyne's body, leaving him completely stark white like a page of paper. The blue and what? white is gone, I tell him. You don't even look like candy anymore. So wait, is he stark white or does he look like a white person? I think he's probably stark white. Like, you know the, the white parts of the detergent pods? Oh, yeah. So I guess he, like, came all over, like, the can, whatever. I'm having really weird deja vu about this. I never thought I would. Weird. You gotta know. There's no reason for it. Um, wait, really? Tyne blurts excitedly, looking down at himself. Oh my god, why wasn't I just manufactured this way in the first place? That's a good question, I tell him. Maybe we can write them a letter. What? What? Like, <laughs> why would you? What? I don't think that's going to get through get through to anyone, Tyne counters. I consider this for a moment, racking my brain. Suddenly it comes to me with a flash of inspiration. I snap my fingers. What if we wrote an erotic novel about it? I suggest, whoa, this is meta. Meta, meta, meta. Sex sells, right? Maybe someone in our company could read it. And they'd stop making detergent pots so colorful and candy-like. You really think that's going to work? The hands of cleaning tool questions? I shake my head. No. But it's worth a shot. Wait, what? Okay, so he's... This was Chuck Tingle's political choice. To get fucking Tide Pods to stop making them colorful and pretty looking for no good fucking reason. To save the kids. To save the kids. This was a, an erotic savior of the children. Okay. I mean, of you know, someone's got to do children. it. Somebody's got to do it. What would you think? Thoughts, feelings, concerns. A lot of butthole, a lot of gushing. A lot of butthole, a lot of butthole gushing. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but it was fine. I um, always wanted to go through a car wash. Not in a sexual way, but oh, I just no. always wanted to be like... Didn't it seem fun, like, as a kid? Yes! Oh, car washes are so fun. Absolutely. Especially when they shoot out, like, the rainbow foam. Oh, yeah, no, it's And so the fun. big old blow dryers and the scrolling. Big old blow dryers. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think of it? I thought it was fun. I kind of feel like the ending was a little anticlimactic. I agree. I, I loved when in, um... I'm gay for my living billionaire jet plane. Totally. Um, I loved that they had a thing together. And they, like, they started, like... Chuck Tingle has a thing about people having these like actual connections and then they kind of like find a spark. It's your like random fucks end up being like soulmate connections. Yeah, which is interesting. Have a life together. Like they always plan out. Just seem really rushed. But yes. You hauling. Yeah, you hauling to the the 10th degree. But But I don't know. I was, um, I was about it. I thought it was, I mean, obviously it's it's fun and silly, but not one of my favorites from him, but definitely a good one. And a lot of typos that we just didn't even address. Like, a fuck ton. Chuckaroo. But it's fine. I mean, you chuck fucking tingle. You're fine. Um, We will weasel in to our segment, which today is Kill Fuck a Mary. Kill Fuck Mary on the things I want to do to you. <laughs> Kill fuck Mary, the things I want to do, do to you. You have a baguette. You, you have, have a baguette. A baguette. A baguette. So today we're gonna be pilfering through a little bit of Reddit through the fil- the, the oh, through the fuck Mary kill section. Wow. So we're gonna we're gonna bang through a few of them. Here's oh, a nice wow. weird one. 
Um, posted by KFBR392. All the babies of the world, anyone who's ever said anything nice to you, and God. <laughs> what? This is Kofo Mary. All the babies in the world. Well, I literally can't say fuck them. <laughs> you, you sure can't. I don't want to. Um, all the babies of the world. What were the other two? I'm going to go ahead and marry God. That sounds pretty great. It's all the babies of the world. Anyone who's ever said anything nice to you, they were probably trying oh. to fuck you anyway. And God. So I'm going to kill all the babies of the world. Me too. I'm going to fuck anyone who's ever said anything nice to I'm me. And then marry God. God. How do you not put a ring on that? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to baby trap that guy. For sure. He's got a solid job. Ooh, Secure. this what? is a good one. Okay, this will tickle middle school, at least for me. And I hope it tickles for you. Okay. From the Fuzzy Dice. Johnny Knoxville, Bam Margera, and Steve-O. Did you watch Jackass? No. Okay. I know, I know so I make know. sure that you type in Young. Okay. You're going to want to fuck the nipple straight off of Bam Margera. You'll probably want to fuck Johnny nipple. Knoxville, too. Oh. Ugh. Okay, hold on. Young, young, yeah. young. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's why I said Young. Go for Young. Bam Margera. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Oh, whoa. No. That, that yeah, facial hair is upsetting. But, um, okay, then there's Johnny Knoxville. Mm-hmm. I know Steve-O. Steve-O was always so fun and so silly and rambunctious, but he was, like, Ooh, made of drugs. I mean, they're all made of drugs. They're all... He's pretty hot. Yeah, he's and Johnny Knoxville... Johnny Knoxville's done the best of all of them by far. When's their birthday? Ooh! All right, I'll look up Johnny Knoxville because I like him the best. <laughs> okay, I'll look Steve-O's. Steve-O. Johnny Knoxville... I wonder if it's a Pisces. Birthdays. Johnny Knoxville is a Pisces. Oh, wow. I thought Johnny Steve-O Knoxville was a Pisces from Knoxville, Tennessee. Well, no wonder. Why can't I find his fucking birthday? Who, Steve-O or Bam Margera? Oh, Steve-O's a, a Gemini. Okay. And then Bam Margera is a Libra. Interesting. Boy, he didn't weigh any of his decisions, did he? <laughs> Am I right? Uh, oh, man, they're all so bad. It's all a tough break. Is it, though? Because I think... If we're, we're, it's not because we're, we're considering like, oh, which one are you going to marry? Like, who are you going to get? They were all just filthy, filthy and drugs. We're also going to say that yeah. we're into the young versions of them. Okay, that's fair. Okay, yes. that's fair. So. Johnny Knoxville's so hot. Bam Margera was like, he was basically America's sweetheart for being a dick. Like being a diggity dick. I think dick. I got to kill him because steve a sweetie. Yeah, I think I'm going to kill Bam Margera. No. I'm going to marry Johnny Knoxville and fuck Steve-O. I'm, we're on the same page. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay, 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 okay. Um, next up, we have the digital assistants. Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. <laughs> well, Google Assistant's basically non-existent, so she's dead. I'm going to say I've had way better experiences with your Alexa than I've had, like, um, listening to Ooh, my Siri boyfriend ever? try to operate with Siri is a fucking criminal experience. She sucks. She's not fun anymore. Like, they, she doesn't do it like, bomb countdowns or, like, silly things, so. Yeah, I'm gonna say marry, um. Marrying Alexa. Marry Alexa for sure, and then, um, kill. I think I might fuck Siri and kill Google Assistant. That's exactly, yeah, I think we're on the same page girl. again, girl. We are on a wavelength. We are on a wavelength. Ugh. Look at you go. Ooh! Oh! You know this one touches me deeply. Yes. I think you will also be on board. I'm sorry. From the McLovin. Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre. Well, I understand you. You understand that I'm marrying Ew, Dr. Snoop Dre. Snoop is so gross, though. He's I'm such so an insanely Eminem. funny and good person. What a good person! He has Snoop League. He, like, gets kids out of fucking gangs. Aww. Like, puts them into, like, gets them trained, cleaned up, put in the NFL. Like, he does a lot of work for football. He's I, got cooking shows. He's got, he's... 
when it's I'm killing Jeff's birthday. I think I'm killing Eminem. I can't believe that I'm marrying Eminem. No! Okay, you're looking up some job. I gotta know Dr. Dre's birthday. Okay. He's gotta be something angry. God, I love He's him. He's a fucking Libra. He's almost a cuspy. Dr. Though. Dre's an Aquarius? What? He's I, a silly pookie? I know that Eminem is a Libra too. Wow, a lot of Libras today. I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm all with Libras. I smell them. only three days of apart. Snoop Dogg and I, wait, that many years. Oh my God. Wow, they're only a year apart. Okay, Eminem and Snoop Dogg are only a year and three days age difference. Isn't that weird? That is weird. I don't know why I thought but Snoop Dogg was a thousand years older. I thought that it was going to be really easy to be like, well, I'm obviously marrying Dr. Dre, but I think I might fuck him because I really want to spend... I want to spend my life with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> That's insane. You know what? Dr. Dre is hot. Damn it. But Snoop Dogg is funny. Snoop Dogg Snoop Dogg's no, like I the gotta whole package. Fuck, I gotta fuck Dr. Dre. I will marry Eminem. I will, I will fuck Dr. Will Dre, kill Eminem, marry Snoop Dogg. I can't believe we finally had our, our, our editing pass. It's an important difference. Yeah, you know, it's, it's okay. But it's like, okay. I didn't really care about Dr. Dre or Snoop Dogg growing up. Like, I didn't listen to the music, but Eminem oh I listened God. to a lot. So I have, like, a nostalgia there. You know, I, know those, I, I love them all. So be sure to check out our website, snatch22podcast.podbean.com. You can find all our social media stuff through there, our Instagrams, Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Snatch 22 Podcast. I'm Croy. And I'm Tatiana. See you next week. Be sure to come for the books. <laughs>